I already felt all the emotion in this this description. Ain't nothing like being insecure about something and then being fucking right. (laughs) (laughs) That's painful. Bruh, like, fam, like. And you once just, you write, that's it. You're going to be like that for the rest of your life because yo, that, that validation is exactly, all you need. <laughs> exactly. Like, even though, like, I, I, okay, I reached a different stage of life where I realized <laughs> that that was being insecure, but I was right. <laughs> I was fucking right. Like, you was talking to homeboy, and you ended up fucking homeboy. <laughs> so, I was right to do what I did. I mean, and it, it could be like, I could see if, like, it was one of them things like I was just talking to my homies like, yeah, I think she fucking somebody. I'm going to go through her phone and shit and see what she she doing on her social media. No, I never looked. I begged for the password and shit because I didn't trust her mm-hmm. because I was feeling insecure because she was always on there chatting. And I'm like, yo, nah, no, <laughs> Say fuck all that, that can't be right. Like you who talks to someone at this time, they call at this time. They know you got a boyfriend. Like it's too fucking late. I'm like, this don't make no sense. Like, what do y'all have to email about? Why? For what? So I went in there. They sent in pictures back and forth. Nothing new, nothing new, but just how they look or whatever. Having mm-hmm. regular conversation. <clears throat> That's too much already. And then <laughs> months later, I have something to tell you, Daryl. I fucked my ex. What? You you did what? Said I motherfucking knew it. Mm-hmm. Fam, you talking about my spirit being crushed? Intuition of motherfucking. You don't know doing shit like that fuck people up. So yeah, I guess we're gonna get into that later, man, or whatever. I don't know, man. That shit that shit hurt. <laughs> shit, no, I feel that you. shit hurt. That shit hurt, man. <laughs> Hi, you're listening to Boys to Bruh. Welcome back to Boys to Bruh Podcast. It's your host, DJ Automator, here with your homeboy, Juju the God, Juju the Man, Julius Irvin. How many rings do you got, brother? Tell him. Six. Hey. Championship rings. I don't know how many Irvin had. I don't know if it was that number, though. <laughs> oh, it's all right. We're, gonna, um, we're just going to go ahead with that story. Tim, folk, it is what it is. We back live in the building. How y'all feeling? How are y'all feeling? Shout out to the listeners on Spotify. Shout out to the listeners on YouTube. Shout out to everybody everywhere. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. I love y'all on Instagram. All right, new listeners, old listeners, always good to have you. As as my homeboy uh, from another podcast says, I'm going to go say his name, fuck it. Uh, Joe, Joe Button. He says, <laughs> you know, to my first and last time listeners. <laughs> first and last. First and last time listeners. Oh man, yeah, I have not listened to Joe Button in a while, man. I think man. I missed out on like twenty episodes by now, bro. And this one of those episodes where we might have some last time listeners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's been having some crazy topics, and I'm like, damn, I want to listen to that. But I like, you know, everybody's quarantined still, so I hope y'all out there washing y'all hands, please, and uh, make sure that y'all keeping distance from everyone. Um, social distancing as you as much as possible i know some stuff is opening back up and some stuff is closing back Mm -hmm. (laughs) but you know uh 
hygiene. The whole southern border. Yeah. Everybody's starting to shut back down. But we all right in Illinois, though. We, we good because we never opened all the way up. Yeah. We so, smart. So we straight. Phase the north has always been uh, a, a little bit more. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Uh, north of the Mason Dixon. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, you know, basically, you know, just, just make sure you're taking care of your hygiene, washing your hands for 20 seconds. And, you know, I know you guys hate it. Wear your mask. Please, if you got to go somewhere, and if you don't want to wear a mask, send someone else. Don't take your clown ass outside somewhere where you got to wear a mask. Shh. You know, you can't be talking up close. You know how y'all white people like talk in each other's face real close. Nose be touching each other. Buddy, buddy. Boy, I don't know why y'all do Y'all do that to strangers, too. I have to step back 10 feet, like, every time, like... And this so, is before the corona. Like, they just walk up on you, like, hey, y'all, uh, so I'm trying to find, I'm like, yo, back up. You think Italians still doing a cheek-to-cheek kiss? Ooh, that's a good question. <laughs> they got to break their whole culture, son. I don't even know, man. I don't even My know. My bosses don't know what to do, nigga. They shaking up with their pinkies. Damn. They don't know what to do. I don't, that's a good question. <laughs> I never thought about that, fam. You smart as shit. I don't got time for it. Man. Let's talk about how bad we did with social distancing. Oh, yeah. We've been weekend. fucking it up. We, yeah. We can't just, you know, we... We humans too, y'all. We we, we preaching yeah, to the choir. So. Yeah, but we we had um. It was my mother in law's birthday. We had a nice little um little hibachi grill time. Oh, that shit you know? was fire! All the family literally stuck <laughs> in together. Yeah, it was how many? It was about like, ten of us. Man, we, we it was to the point where we were reaching over to the other table. They was yeah. about to make us split so up. So if y'all don't know what uh, a hibachi style restaurant is, we went to uh, this restaurant in Orland. And uh, yeah, and uh, basically, hibachi style is where there's a large flat grill, yeah, and they cook in front of you. They do flames, they spin like knives and all this, they you know, play games with you and whatnot. We had a crazy ass chef, (laughs) crazy. Let's talk about it, man. Gosh, man, because I didn't know how to feel. This guy, tell you right now, my emotions up and down. Like this guy was all over the place. When I tell you the place was called Wu House, and this motherfucker went Wu Tang Clan, like he (laughs) he came out with all the black jokes. All the black jokes, (laughs) bro. When he lit the fire, though. And then he was like, oh, don't worry. I got Japanese R. Kelly to put the flame out. <laughs> this nigga came out with a water bottle that you pull his shorts down and his wiener puts out the fire. <laughs> like, and he said, Japanese R. Kelly. Man, and that's where it started at. Yo, yo, it was a long dinner. Yeah. He was doing all the black songs. <laughs> Whoop, there it is. Like, all of that. And I really didn't know how to feel. Oh, my God. Oh, man, dude. And then, like, it's one that got me in particular because he was, was cooking that? and stuff. He's like, who's your daddy? <laughs> and then he was like, you don't even know who your daddy oh, is. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. mother. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this nigga He was going in, but he was so entertaining. Like, he kept you laughing. Yeah, but- like, he was funny, and you could tell it was lighthearted. But then at the same time, I couldn't be mad at him because there are some people that were in our party that do, like, a lot of people do with the ching, ching, chong, chong. Yeah, like, true. Like, they come, they putting in their what is it? Oh, shrimp fried rice, shrimp yeah, fried rice. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, if I was him, I'd probably talk a little shit too. So that's oh, yeah. why I didn't know oh, how to feel. Definitely, 100%. Because he was like, who wants chicken? He got real excited about that <laughs> part. I'm excited. like, all right, nigga, calm down. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> Relax, nigga. Relax. Yeah, he, he definitely was throwing in shots, but it wasn't like we wasn't Yo, when, he, when that, he got there. That makes me wonder, though. Like, okay, first off, we know a, a, a regular hibachi is probably like $35. Mm-hmm. Period. 
this nigga had a bottle that was vodka that you put the water in to put the, <laughs> put the fire out. Like, why he had an old vodka bottle? An old vodka bottle. Like I don't what, know if it was actually it, vodka it in even, it or it was a reused nah, Yeah, bottle. I don't know what it, but it was one of the ones that's in the plastic bottle, the ones that the crackheads like, get. like some skull or yeah. something. <laughs> <laughs> like, or yeah, some aristocrats. That's the shit you buy the at the college parties because you broke. You're just trying to have a good time yeah. that night. And, like, I, you know, I think that's probably its intended purpose. I don't think they ever sold skull to be meant to drink. Nigga, that's a disinfectant. That should be right down there at the lights. <laughs> <laughs> just at some point that shit transferred over college students just made that shit into a drink yeah. college students changed a lot of shit bro they said well you know originally that was a floor cleaning agent oh my god <laughs> but so then we, we found out how to make it fit for consumption man so we really broke some rules so not only did we eat out we went to the water park it was hella rona babies in the motherfucking oh, wave pool I went out there one time. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. That's not say. That's why the wave pool was hot. We I went out about... there one time, but I went there early. I had to go there when y'all was there. It was kind of still spread out when we got there. It was the pool kind of looked segregated. It was like blacks on one side <laughs> and whites on the other. <laughs> but when it got later in the day, then wasn't nothing you could do. It just looked dark. Everybody Flash looked dark back to the seventies. <laughs> like it was crazy looking, you know. See, you know. Yeah, I knew something was wrong when I was on the kitty cool pool side and it was super cold. Then you get in the wave pool and it's like eighty degrees. But it was like a jacuzzi Bruh, in that it bad It was super boy. hot over there. <laughs> super say, hot. Yeah, they lighten this up. Yeah, and then we topped it off with a Chuck E. Cheese visit. Man. But you was forced to wear a mask in there. And everyone, you know, they only let a certain amount of people in at one yeah, time. Including staff. It was like 50 yeah. people. So that's one of the best implementations I've seen at a reopen business thus far. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, we've we been bad, man. So forgive us, y'all. We human just like the rest of y'all. But. Yo, we ain't been going out every day, you know, right. soon stuff. You know, special occasion. Because we see some of y'all snaps and stories. Y'all, we see y'all on Snapchat at the strip club. A lot mm-hmm. of y'all, <laughs> y'all up. out there. How the stripper got a mask on? Come on, man. And some of the people I saw at Chuck E. Cheese look like they was at the strip club Saturday oh, night. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even completely change their outfit. They just put on some right. long bottoms. Oh, you know what's crazy? Real <laughs> side note. Like, okay, I don't know why the fuck this popped up, but you know what? I... I can't stand, cause I I, I don't want to say it say it like that, cause I'm not like fucking, I'm not no motherfucking George Clooney or no goddamn uh, Morris Chestnut. I'm not no I- Idris Elba, however the fuck you said that. I'm not no handsome man like that. I'm not sexy as shit like that. Or whatever. Like I'm okay. I'm like a six on a good day if I get my hair cut. <laughs> I'm alright. But I just hate when you see somebody in cute clothes, like bright colors, and you they turn around, and you just be like, oh. Like <laughs> it just wasn't what you, you know was what I'm expecting. Saying? Like, and it's not, it's not the, it's not the man. Like the man I get, because you man, you supposed to wear certain colors to your skin complexion, so it makes sense. But girls just when they wear certain colors, you just know they be cute. Period. I'm unfamiliar with this. I okay. need you to fill me in. So this heifer today had on white pants, okay. white sandals, and a neon yellow shirt. When she turned around, nigga, I swear it was SpongeBob. <laughs> <laughs> she was not cute. Dang, so since she was, since she coordinated nice, she looked like from the back. You was like, it was one of them. Oh shit! <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Then she turned around. And you like turn around, turn your ass back around. Like so, for it's real. like so, it's like ugly hoes. You get fuchsia and army green. You can't. Yeah, that's you, what you got. You got to let me know what's coming. <laughs> <laughs> I need. I feel like. <laughs> All right, maybe I'm just wrong, being an asshole here, but 
I may need to reiterate the point that this might be some of the first and last time because <laughs> you show it out. Hey, hey, but we appreciate y'all. <laughs> I appreciate y'all coming out. I guess we can kind of uh, get on something real, real serious. Say, and, it's only going to get worse from here. Oh, man. I guess, well, Cause, cause, well, we got some controversial topics today. Yeah. I mean, some, some not so controversial, but yeah. it's, it's you know, maybe one not, or two. Not too bad. We got a good pot for y'all. Not too long. We just real, got a, an interesting real. one for the alphabet people today. I saw oh, see, here you go. You over here giving out previews and shit, nigga. The movie ain't started yet. <laughs> But uh, you know, preview got to be a good 15, 20 minutes. Uh, bro, I hate missing the previews. I'm not going to lie. Man, that's where you learn all the good stuff to look out for. So, speaking of previews and shit to look out for, how about credit in regular schools? That sounds like an entanglement. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, I'm not trying to be entangled in not a nothing. I'm so sick of the internet. First of all, I'm played out on it, but. I feel like since it's so popular right now, we just had to reference it at some oh point. Oh, my God. Bro. But I will say, for all of you guys that are as burnt out as we are, you probably won't ever have to hear it here again. So rejoice. Well, <laughs> speaking of entanglements, uh, <laughs> most of us were entanglements with our credit bench shit. <laughs> Man. <laughs> now, that's a real entanglement. <laughs> because You pull your shit up and see 560. That's bro, an entanglement. Bro. When you first find out your skull low as shit, it hurts your soul. <laughs> man. Because you're like, man, no, nah, I should be able to get that deal. Nah, uh, we going to need you to put 3000 out. Wait, what? <laughs> and once you realize how serious credit is and how you rethinking stuff, like, man, that hospital bill messed up my crash. I just let them have my finger. But, but see, we don't, we don't, we don't know this. I mean, we kind of talked about this a little bit on a few pods. I'm like, whoa, wait back some pods ago but we never talked about it you know being something that people should fight for that it should be taught in school like yeah. i think this should be a regular topic in school for students to learn because it's, it's such an important part of life like why isn't yeah. it, why do you think they don't teach this in school I'm curious because they have economics in school. That's the crazy part. Yeah, there are other basic life skills that finally have started being taught in schools. Like in my school, they had stuff like uh, if you wanted to as an elective, you could take an automotive class and start learning the basics about a vehicle. Like they have yeah, the I took student driving. Yeah, they have that. a shop class. I didn't pay know. attention at all in the auto class. My, my, my lawnmower didn't start up. Crazy enough, I never got the opportunity to take it, and I really wanted to. They put me instead Man. of auto class. I got put in, like it was like this, like care class. I can't even think of the name of it, but it was basically was like where be- you had a flower sack baby and you got to treat oh, it like yeah, a real yeah, baby. Yeah. I seen I a lot of guys in that. Yeah, they they were trying to meet quotas because they were trying to make some type of. Uh, fulfillment or whatever because they were getting funding for it yeah Yeah. so they had to have so many students in the class you know so but yeah no my that's the closest i actually ever came to getting real life experience so that and they also had a cooking class in my school that was kind of yeah i wanted to do the cooking class but i never got in but as far as like the business side that's the main thing that was lacking as far as teaching the kids how to fill out an application teaching you good habits for an interview teaching you how to dress for an interview like what's business casual stuff like that teaching you about credit teaching you about taxes all of that stuff is you feel like it's so advanced because it seems like it's such a big barrier to get into it just because it's like man now i'm finally 25 and i want to learn how to do my own taxes like you feel like 
that's something I should have been learned how to do. Like it's really hard or not. And the tech code changes all the time. So, but there's some basics. You yeah, still the, learn. The, the actual basics could easily be taught to a high school, especially if it's just, a, especially if you don't have extra stuff going on, like the people that really need this information that their parents probably aren't teaching them. Like the people who, the most complicated thing on your taxes is you just filling out your W-2 information and putting in your child care tax credit. Anybody can do that themselves easily. Taxes only gets complicated once you become a businessman or you own properties and you have different things you need to deduct now and you're but giving stuff that, to charities. Even, even that information is still scarce. Like, yeah, even, you know, it's and it's just maybe you learn an extra two or three tax codes like anybody can do their tax. Somebody can maybe be able to get a better number than you. But for the most part, especially once you start doing it from time and time and see yeah. the different stuff you can yeah. do, it's nothing. So there's no reason you can't teach that to a 15, 16, 17-year-old. It's easy. It definitely should be in there. I'm just curious, though, what, what's your conspiracy thought on why, oh, they why they're not doing it? it. Um, I feel like part of it could because be... Because like, like you said, most niggas don't even know how to fill out an application for a job. Yeah. I feel like part of it is because they don't want to feel responsible for people going forward like like another thing i think should be taught in school is like investing but i feel like uh, certain stuff along the business aspect is going to control your life and your numbers like they don't want to feel liable and be like okay well i taught you and then you went and did something and it didn't go right like i see a lot of videos do you you really believe that's okay I don't believe they care about that, but I, I'm i just wondering if it might be some sort of line of liability. I'm going to give you my conspiracy theory because they, right, get, they give you a lot of liability bullshit all the time about you know, why you should take this class, this class, this class. And okay. my father was like, nah, that's the one thing that nigga did right, but I fucked it up anyway. <laughs> but yeah, he, uh, he went to the school and fought and said, my son is more than athletic, which he was right because we used to train at 5 a.m. in the morning, martial arts. He's like, my son does not need physical education. He is in more shape than every person in the school. I can guarantee you. He wasn't lying. He was telling the truth. He said, my son needs to be bilingual. Mm -hmm. He don't need PE. Put him in Spanish. And they did. They took me out of PE. And they put me in Spanish. But unfortunately, I failed Miss Casa's class. Oh. <laughs> yes, her so name was Miss Casa. You dropped the bag. <laughs> <laughs> I did not do well. I think I barely passed it with like a D or some shit like not that. Not Miss House. Yeah, Miss House. We used to make fun of her all the time. I was too busy speaking English. That's why I didn't pass that shit. But, <laughs> but yeah. Um, so, so what's your conspiracy theory? My conspiracy theory is they're still based off a old institutional program where you have uh people to go to school to focus on something for so long to get them to be a laborer for so long because mm. we need you to work in our factories and pay attention and not think for yourself so if we can distract you with as much as possible and not give you a single goal to look ahead you're going to listen to whatever the fuck i tell you to do and you know what that raises a good point because the schooling and the classes are so much different from a inner city school slash public school to a private or a magnet school all those things we talked about that we're lacking it exists in those other schools those private schools yeah. and those magnet schools they teach you those skills mm-hmm. so you raise they teach a really those guys good point. to be the bosses and they teaches us to be the laborers mm-hmm. but now there's not many labor jobs left there's more so 
thinking jobs, we mm-hmm. have to find a way to formulate to get you to still work for us, be smart enough to be f- a functional idiot, but not smart enough to think for yourself. So what I mean by a functional idiot is people who can speak extremely well, but they don't think about nothing they're saying. It's Man. just like someone who says, oh, I read this book, I read this book, I got five degrees, but you're still a fucking moron. You ain't made a dime in your life and you ain't happy as nothing. And you ain't got nothing to yeah. show for your five degrees. Like, what the fuck should you do with all that knowledge? Not a damn thing. And those are the type of people they're trying to build now. It's like, we wouldn't give him the tools to do whatever the fuck I tell him still. I still yeah. need him to. That's just my conspiracy So you're theory. smart enough to be able to understand instruction, right. but not so smart that you want to think for yourself exactly. and think critically and step out on exactly. your own. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That sounds like super saying to jim crow <laughs> i didn't even know how to respond to that i don't i'm lost i'm super it's lost. like jim crow to a new level because you know the whole concept is oh gosh keep the mind weak and the body strong bro well they like well we still need niggas to lift but we got a lot of machines for that now yeah so now we need you to drive this forklift but also understand the computer on the forklift. exactly so, but not yeah. smart enough to remember the manager functions. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can't have you out here thinking smart enough where you can start a side company of rentals of forklift business mm-hmm. for yourself where you can or rent them out to companies. Warehouse. Yeah, or being able to program a forklift yourself uh, where it's automated. Exactly. We don't want you to know that much. No, but we want you to know enough where if we hire you, we're going to keep you comfortable enough where you're making you know, 120000 130000 for fixing this machine at Amazon or wherever else. Mm-hmm. You're comfortable. You're not going to try to go anywhere. You, you're you living a good life. You don't work hard. You fix the machine only when it breaks. You're not thinking about shit else. You're not thinking about nothing else. You don't want to. You can buy whatever you want. You got good money. You live in a good house, good neighborhood. You're not worried about shit. Once you can start your own business for Like most people who learn that type of stuff never started business anyway like it's a lot of people who make two hundred thousand right now it's just like even okay this is crazy and even that's still a blessing but look it's news it's news reporters who make two hundred three hundred thousand you know and then let's not even talk about the people who make fucking five to ten million a year reporting bullshit they don't those are the top anchors and they don't own a single business because on the local news you ain't making that Think about it. How? But yeah, that How? Don't make no, 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 sense. no. Yes, they are. Jim Rose make thirty million a year, bro. But that's somebody who name that you still know. He got name recognition. I know somebody that works at a local news station that does the reporting, goes out, does the speaking. Oh well, yeah, she's they, making oh, like sixty k. Oh yeah, they, that's normal. That's normal. Yeah, you're right yeah. about that. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. I'm talking about the niggas who you see on TV every yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. Like in the office, you anchor anchor point, like how you were saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, but, but still yeah, though. Okay, they are reading false information daily. Look at Fox News. <laughs> <laughs> like, fam, they, it's like the drug dealers in the neighborhood. They know they fucking up the community, but they yep. still sell it anyway. How they good. ass backwards is that? Like, okay, for years and years, you don't get caught selling drugs, right? You make so much money. Why are you still living somewhere where you can get killed? It's the same thing like where you're poisoning yourself because the mental state is re- really important. A lot of people don't think about it. 
you're feeding yourself all this bullshit all day. You're making, you know, 10 million a year or let's just say four million, three million on average, like most like well household name reporters, anchors, not reporters, anchors make at least three million. You know what I'm saying? Period. Why haven't you branched off to start your own shit? Why do you feel comfortable enough to just constantly? And that's what I mean by, you know, smart enough to read, but not smart enough to understand what you're doing. You're not making a difference by lying to people. The only time they ever tell the truth is when we have some horrific shit happen, where they have no choice but to report the truth. You know what I'm saying? Bruh. So think about this. I remember I was having this conversation. I had to look up to get the exact number, but Judge Judy's net worth is $400 million. Should she make $54 million a year? Of course it is. And you're you like, <laughs> what does Judge Judy do? I don't know what she does in the, in the, on the backhand, but it, even without considering whatever else she got going in the work, she makes so much money from just being a TV divorce court lawyer or whatever the heck she does, some sort of TV lawyer. But all she do is sit up there and talk shit all day about people who have publicity cases like or something just to entertain people. It's entertainment. She don't own the network. She got a like I I can't remember what it was exactly, so don't quote me, but she works like one third of the year, if that. And she gets paid full the whole year. Yeah. That's how they do it. But caked up. Yeah, I mean, because like most shows that we're seeing right now, usually they shoot them in like one or two, you know, maybe maybe three months at the max. Like some people yeah. like okay, like the show Hot Ones. Uh, he did just did a recent one with Eric Andre and um you know, he got his own show, whatever now that I don't know what station is on or whatever or not. But he's like he's like, Oh yeah, we're good on the game show. He's like, You dude, we shoot like fucking thirty two episodes in like ten days. I'm like, damn. Yeah, you <laughs> off for months. Year. That shit just started airing now. Oh shit. He shot that shit a year ago. Oh, they're showing out. Fam. That's like, comfy. Bro. So bro, I'm shooting to be a farmer's and I thought it was good to do a week <laughs> on, week off. <laughs> <laughs> so you work seven so off they, seven. So they get like their you know their contract pay, you know, their upfront money, and then they get their back end money. Mm-hmm. Because when you when you that notable, that's how it works. A lot of times when you first start, you don't get the front end. And for you people who don't understand what front end means or back end, it's Some basically endorsements and whatnot. Yeah, it's you get they're they're in certain contracts, they have to pay you so much money. It's the basic way to uh explain is to use a music contract most of the time artists will say yeah i will spit a feature for you for 14 or fifteen thousand dollars," which mm-hmm. is extremely common it's a common norm you can pay most artists you know 14 15k and they will rap on your song a lot of people don't know that but yeah and that but that's the front end money you have to pay them their lawyer though is going to step in and talk to your lawyer if you have one hopefully if you're right. doing that type of bit if you're spending that type of money in the first place you definitely should have a lawyer present when you're making that contract deal they're going to talk about royalties because yeah, that's what a real so money. and royalties is the back end is what you get paid later and ASCAP and BMI I know a lot of times takes like eight nine months so back ends for movies and all the other shit sometimes could take a year or two you know what I'm saying it depends so back that's what back end means is like every time something plays later there's an accumulation and they pay out so much and we're starting to get a little off topic but quick question I don't know if you're familiar with it but I swear I read somewhere that like Michael Jackson's family is like still in court trying to fight for the rights to his royalties. Yeah, that that's a lost cause. They must yeah, really it's give been it up. way too long. I ain't even gonna but lie. I'm saying if you think about all this time, 
after his, he ain't put out no new music. Hell, he been you dead much, for years. You know how so. much money that nigga make though, man. To this day, <laughs> as a dead man, he's still making enough money that people trying to go to court to get rights to his royalty. Cause it's a lot of money. That nigga had his whole army. That's how you know motherfuckers <laughs> ain't never gonna die. Like this man been dead for years, Bro. and he still got new rape <laughs> allegations and old money coming in. God, old money, new money. That nigga might as well still be alive. That's wild. But that's why I believe that certain things in school should be taught, which brings us to a crazy-ass transition is... We're well, kind of t- keeping in line. But. It, it's, but, you know, it's, it's definitely something that is questionable for most folks. But, you know, should, you know, you know, gay history class be taught? You know, I mean, because it's so many different ways you can go about that. But before we get into that... <laughs> <laughs> you can't just lay it out there and brush past. Before we get into that, we're gonna take a quick commercial break and be right back. For sure. Yeah, once I saw that video of them push that old ass white man on his head, that oh, was 70 Lord, something. You, you go. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, they don't give a fuck about nobody. Nah. They doing it to old white people now? Probably got the means to complain? Yeah. Shit. So, uh, hey y'all, I know we came back talking crazy and shit. Y'all just came in the middle of the conversation. Oh shit, we was already but, back? <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't worry. That's how it worked. <laughs> That's how it worked. So, oh, shout out to the old white man in Buffalo. Yeah, he, he recovered. He good? All right, good, good. You know what? You know what? Let's let's give him a round of applause. <laughs> round of applause. Right. He, he out here doing his activism. That's what's up. So, as we was talking about before we left on that super rude break, <laughs> gay history being taught in class. But before we get to that. <laughs> <laughs> straight straight thank nigga you though. first time and last time listeners yeah i know y'all mad as shit like damn we didn't want to hear that whack-ass music in the middle of nigga don't, don't be playing that shit oh and by the way i know y'all been looking out for us and shit but uh yeah we took a little vacay um sorry we didn't say anything ahead of time i know y'all like damn what the hell other episode right went. missed a week uh but we back yeah, we definitely <laughs> don't back. work back, back on schedule we back you know we was we had a little issues you know we was cabin fevered up so as you heard earlier we was out there sinning <laughs> so, uh, but, but also winning you was talking to me about the episode on black mirror oh yeah, yeah. so i guess <laughs> this all kind of wraps into the same thing so we could touch on that that's why we want to talk about that first I just, I just thought it was interesting because black first of all black mirror especially as much as they are into technology and what it can be in the future. It's a super dope show. But a lot of people I talk to black men in particular, <laughs> how does that happen? <laughs> I'm just saying well, from, finish, from my finish, old job to your my statement. homies, everybody around, they started black mirror and somehow mind you, black mirror has five seasons. <laughs> <laughs> the final episode that's out right now, because they haven't been canceled, but they haven't been renewed either, is season five, episode three. 
this is the gay episode that everybody talks about. I'm not going to swell. I mean, it's been out for over a year. So if you haven't spoiler seen it by now. alert. Spoiler alert. Listen, <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Because this shit been out for a minute. Like, But this is the last episode that's been out for over a year. But somehow this is the first episode that everybody watches. Listen, it happened to me. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> me too <laughs> no, all jokes aside man but seriously like that is a really good point like people said oh you should watch Black Mirror the first one I actually saw it was on accident um, because I was on a Bumble date which was the first and last date I haven't met anybody off of Bumble since <laughs> Like R.I.P. Bumble yeah big time like <laughs> I don't know what the fuck they be doing with that app but yeah this chick who I met was like you you watch black mirror i was like nah people say it's good or whatever she's like well they got this interactive one you know, we should watch i forget what it's called something with a b some weird shit and you gotta you gotta make the story go route right or it starts over yeah it's fucking weird but we didn't we didn't finish that obviously it was netflix and chill so <laughs> so say less but then someone said it to me again said hey you need to watch the black mirror i think you really like it it's really good yeah <sighs> <laughs> and don't get me wrong like just had to start from the end look i've seen a lot of shows let me and i'm not saying this to sound like that one white guy who's like well my, i got black friends so i could talk about it no <laughs> but seriously like i never have an issue with gay scenes like i have no problems with that at all when it's on i'm like oh cool sometimes i even get emotional for the females because i know they emotional shit i don't know how the man feel because i ain't never i don't know i grew up around women so yeah same i know how they truly feel i just men on men thing is new so i don't know how they feel and men don't usually talk so i don't know how niggas feel period yeah. so <laughs> at the end of the day i've never had a problem with it it's just that I did not see that it blindsided me. And as it was happening, <laughs> it was folding apart in front of your eyes. And you just couldn't <laughs> turn away. It was like. And I feel like especially because for us as black men, it's just men period and younger men. Gaming is big. Huge. Men. Yes. And one of the. So especially since it probably excited so many people at first of the idea of being to physically take yourself into a game and fight on something like Street Fighter virtually, but you can feel everything, you control everything. Like you think about that concept as, first of all, we already got VR. So this is something that may not be that big of a leap. That's one of the things I like about Black Mirror, the technology they introduce isn't something to where it's like, you know, you watch anime and they're doing magic and stuff. Like, this is never going to happen here. Right. But the stuff in Black Mirror it's very could possibly possi be it's here in 50 years or no, less. No, nigga, this shit could be here now. They're working exactly. on this stuff. Um, the only it's very realistic. I like that. Yes. It, the only problem with technology is it has to be safe for the consumer. And it has to be consistent and it can't cost a lot. So a lot of time. You know, I know this is kind of like a side note. Testing. Yeah, how products work is they have to get it down to a economical level, like people can afford it. Can exactly. we get this into everywhere? It's just like how when they the, first the created, television, they yeah, like you know, the flat we, if we drop it right now, it's first, gotta be a yeah, million dollars. The first time, yeah, the first actual flat screen TV, the first 4K TV was fifty thousand dollars. Right, and you're like, well, we can't drop this yet. But they did because nobody they did be able to buy it. They did the top one percent. They did though. But two years later, that shit was only five thousand. Right. And then a year later, that shit was four hundred. 
<laughs> like they had I was to at make a, it convenient. Yeah, so same and, thing with microwave. I mean, pretty much all super huge revolutionary yeah. pieces of technology yeah. go through this stream. Exactly. So. so this is definitely on the cusp of being real. So yeah, I get where you're saying where you know this definitely could be. And real. we're gamers, so yeah, like so, that but, idea was exciting. But what's crazy? Another side tangent. Side note: A lot of females say most men are gay because they spend a lot of platonic time with their men male friends male counterparts well hold, hold on because i want to get to that part next you jumping too far ahead you jumping too far ahead first let's let's, let's finish the concept so then we can get into the idea of is oh, it gay so which i think it is but we'll, we'll get into it okay so let's let's basically finish the story for people who don't know spoiler alert i can't talk been drinking y'all know i can't talk y'all if y'all been listening to this podcast y'all know i'm the slow one. but anyway look so basically two homeboys and these are big actors. Like the one guy was like the lead, one of the lead actors in Get Down. He's been in a lot of movies. Yeah. And then the other guy is one of the Avengers. He's been and he's been in uh, the uh, all the Captain America. Well, the second Captain America movie on. Yeah, and then he's in Netflix series on the, that's a gang of Netflix. Yeah, he's, series. he's in a bunch of stuff. He's he was a big in that actor. one. Um, Alter, uh, Alter, Alter Carbon. Carbon. He's the, yeah. the main character in that in the last one. So, like, he's been in a lot of movies. He's the guy in, um, oh, what's the movie with Mark Warburg and Dwayne The Rock Johnson? Oh, um, the one where no they pain, were the no meatheads? Yeah. No Pain, No Gain. Yeah. He's a main character in that. Like, this guy is huge. He's everywhere. So, when you see these two guys playing, you're just automatically thinking, like, oh, shit, you know, maybe... You, know, you so don't expect it from these actors. You think, That's like, what's what it you is. You think they're going to get stuck in the game. You think some weird shit they got to fight their way out. But then they get to fighting, and they get to talking, and then they wrestle, and they fight. And mind you, they're the characters in the game. Yes. Like, this is basically a so, spin. Uh, like, they're they're mirroring Street Fighter. So yeah. one of the dudes is fighting as Chung Lee. Yeah. And the other one's basically fighting as, like, Ryu or Ken. Yeah, exactly. And they fall on top of each other in mid of fighting. And you're like, like they're like rolling, like yeah. they're tussling. And then they stop and look at each other. And you're just like, and next thing he got Chung Lee sitting on top of him. And you just don't think that it's going to happen. And you're like, no, this is not happening. <laughs> and then they went there. <laughs> and then they, they so dirty because they ease you in lightly. So you're like, okay, I think that's it. They only made him kiss. Nigga, as soon as they hop into the second game, they got right at it. Right. I'm at talking it. about ass clapping. Uh. <laughs> It gets so bad where their marriages is starting to hurt. Like the one guy's married, I think the other guy's like a bachelor or something, or he's yeah, just dating. So the bachelor's just dating, and he's like can't get into his girl. And then the other guy's married with a kid, and he's got his wife feeling unwanted because he doesn't even notice her anymore. So because his video game sex is that good. So now, with his homie, to the main question that you brought up because I didn't know you were gonna bring that question up before we get into this other topic. Is that activity gay because you're seeing the physical body of something that you're attracted to? And I'm going to add in one more point before we get into that. <laughs> Just because I actually had this conversation with my girl because I've seen this episode a couple times because I've talked to people about this. They're like, man, you know, it seemed like it was all right, but man, I don't get with that gay stuff. <laughs> like, so everybody's saying, my job, I can't watch that. I don't like the gay TV show. Like, it's not a gay TV show. It's like one episode but the out of five of, seasons. And that's why I said earlier, I have seen a lot of other shows. Like, okay, um, what's that show? Right, these same people watch um, Empire. 
Yeah, what's the, there's another show I watched. And I mean, like, dude, he just two black men. He just straight giving it to him. I think it's called oh, Designated Survivor. Designated Survivor. One of the one of the interns and the Secret Service Sorry, guy. Took me out. They just fucking just going at it. Like, and, and they I had a whole. And it caught me off guard. But like, you knew they were the. You knew, like they, you knew they it was were, coming. They yeah. introduced the so relationship early. It, it made sense. But Black Some Mirror, build up. just like how your friends. At your, at your jobs or whoever else, right. it did the same thing they to me. Walked it into turned they didn't me expect. off from Black Mirror. I didn't want to watch any more episodes. You said, bump that. I just didn't want to watch <laughs> it no more. They're like, no. But like I, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that we're big gamers, and they took something that's almost like sacred to us, yeah, <laughs> and they defiled it. it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Deflowered. <laughs> Straight but, up. But I talked about it with my girl, and I'm like, because she's like, well – why is he doing this with his homeboy? Like, if you want to spice up your relationship, like, he could have just as easily hopped his girl on there Facts. and did the same thing. Like, your girl could play True. Chung Lee oh and you gosh. play Ryu and y'all could go True. do that together. So, But they actually addressed it in the show. Like, at one point, it was real short, but they it was the part where he was like, man... Cause they the basically the dude with the wife broke it off. He like nah, nigga, I feel like this ain't right to my wife. And he like, bro, it's not even cheating. It's like something different. Yeah, and I he like talking well, about he that. said, but it's still like I, I don't feel right doing this to my wife. So I need to break it off. During that point of breaking it off, when when they eventually met back up seven months later, um, for dinner because they homies in real life, of right. course. So they go to the, uh, dinner at his crib for yeah. his birthday, and he like, man, you know I. I tried with other people. He mm-hmm. like, you know, I didn't met up with other people online. Yeah. We didn't did some some interactive gaming and did some gang bangs. He said, "Nigga, I fucked a polar bear. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> like I freaked the polar bear character. I just can't find that same spark." So that's the part that really kind of pushes it over the line to gay with me. Just like something y'all sharing together. 100%. That's gay. That definitely ain't just that's the gay. game, my dude. And I have nothing against, you know, loving whoever you want to love. Right. Not love at all. who you want to, man. Yeah. Period. At the end and of I mean, the day. But technically, it's not gay, but it's gay. Because technically, to be gay, you have to have physical sex with the same sex. By definition, yes. Yeah, by definition, it is not gay. Your but sexual orientation defies. Yes. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not ready for this shit, man. So now we got the really, you know, let's not even go into that platonic shit. How I don't even want to talk about that now. <laughs> Fuck it. Let's get to the next topic so we can get in and out. I don't want to spend all day here. Yeah. Because, cause, I mean, because it's true. I mean, like, just how we just had that whole conversation about, because there's so many different ways to be gay. Yeah. How do you teach history? And gay? Okay, let's start off with first. Right. Before Sorry we for start, the wait, first of all. Yeah. Well, finally. Yeah. Let's start off with. What you've all been waiting for. What's your stance? What do you, what's your stance okay, before so we talk about? I teeter the be? line on the stance of should gay history be taught in school? Because I have no issue with gay history itself. Like, there's nothing wrong with telling people, like, hey, in XYZ year, marriage, Obama legalized DACA. Like, you know, people are now able to. Okay, so like real basic shit. Yeah, real basic stuff. Or like, you know, and this is when. So. I mean, it ain't going to be nothing like what the first trans person was discovered in 1970. What most people arguments would be, though, is so. How do you. My thing would be, how do you keep that from crossing over a boundary into sexuality? Well, it's already crossed because their argument would be, well, you teach 
sex ed in school. And you know why I was getting to that? Because actually, I've seen people make that argument. And then, you know, how do you? And they've they, asked people like, say, "If you have a problem teaching gay history, do you have a problem teaching sex ed?" Some yeah, people weren't means- consistent, but some people were. They're like, "I don't believe in teaching sex ed either." So that's where it gets kind of complicated because at least they're sticking to their views at that point. So it's the so it depends on the family. Like I, I'm able to separate the two. Because so you just believe sexuality just shouldn't be taught in school at all, just besides like the basic laws? No, I actually believe in sex ed. I think sex ed is a good thing, and I think gay history can be taught. And I wouldn't mind gay history being taught to my child, even if it crossed over into the border of talking about like what this means. But I can also respect that that's not everybody's view. Right. That's the, just like I don't think the um, like I'm not a believer. But I know some people are, but there's the whole separation of church and state. Like I firmly, but even if I was a believer, I still would firmly believe that church and state should be separate. You shouldn't teach religions in school because there's just so many people of so many different Bias beliefs. Confirmation, period. Yeah, and I feel the same way about sexuality. Like I'm cool. Like I, I took sex ed. It worked out fine. But even as sex ed is now, I don't think it's super necessary because they don't teach it right anyway. Like sex ed is pretty much. You need to wear a condom. Sex is bad. If you have sex even one time, <laughs> she's going to get pregnant and you're going to get gonorrhea. Like, oh, it, yeah. Like, do you say it like that? High school sex ed <laughs> is <the> horrible. <laughs> like, so uh, if they yeah. had a real curriculum, like what I took in college, I think sex ed would be a good thing. But not everybody wants somebody else educating their children so, on sex or gay matters for that matter. So you're saying that basically it should be an extracurriculum class. Um, in college, I can even maybe see high school, nothing earlier than that. Cause like I was following definitely, a forum. It, I believe it definitely needs to be like a junior and senior thing. So also let me, let a- me base this premise. Cause I, I actually discussed this with a few people because it actually in my hometown, I don't know if it's all of Illinois or if this was just my hometown, but they voted on this and it actually passed that they're going to actually start teaching this history in school. So this is where the conversation well, it's been a conversation, but this is where I've been saying it a lot more in my personal life. And people were like, well, a big thing is, first of all, the age. Like, are you going to start trying to teach this history at 15 or are you going to try to teach this history in elementary school? Like elementary school, I'm not comfortable because at that point, a lot of people, you could be teaching gay history to my seven, eight, nine year old. And I haven't even had that chance to have that conversation. But, with si- but sidebar that goes along the lines where, you know, some women uh, wish that that actually came out. Correct. Some women wish that, you know, that they had the sex change when they were younger to be a woman because they were born, a ma- you know, as a male and they wanted to be a woman Ooh, that's a and they wish that they had it at eight and nine years old said it would be easier for them but at the same trans, yeah. but at the same time it's just like how you should not be really dilly and dallying in sexual sexual education period mm-hmm. at eight and nine for what your reproductive system is even not even ready yet mm-hmm. it's not ready at all so the fact that the body is still growing that's something to definitely be taught later in life. You know, I 100% agree with you. That yeah, you haven't you reached maturity. A lot of times, that you haven't even got yeah. a period yet. Exactly. You like, know, why should you? You don't even understand your body yet. Dude, your kid, it's time to have fun. Enjoy. Love who you love. It don't matter who it is. 
can you have fun with the next person? Because that's really what school is about. So later, once you start to figure out, all right, maybe I might want to run into politics. Maybe I might want to be a computer engineer. Maybe. I don't know. Because sometimes career uh, choices do make a huge uh, infliction on your relationship. Yeah. Huge reflection. Your reflection. So um, choosing that at a certain age at that time, I think would be perfect to start to introduce, not go full out, but introduce that. Hey, you know, there are people who are not maybe like mommy and daddy, and maybe they or or because right, there's a lot going of going to see it. or there's a lot of homes that they'll say, well, there's not a, a lot of homes who are like daddy and daddy, and there's not a lot of homes who are like mommy and mommy. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So. That would need to be introduced later, but then it'd be at a point where a child can understand exactly. their emotions are in place. They're not going to be confused. I mean, because it's like, okay, my. So my let me throw this curveball at you. It's a lot of points that people were trying to make is they feel like people are trying to conflate the two. Like you can't teach gay history and strictly make it history without teaching any actual like gay ideology or like talking about heterosexuality, homosexuality, like you don't have to touch any of that. It could strictly be history. But I didn't understand that either because I'm like, you can't say like we're talking second, third grade. So a seven, eight year old, I can't say to a seven, eight year old. Well, in 1972, lesbian and gay people got the right to be able to marry each other and then not think the question's not going to come up like oh what's a lesbian what's a bisexual like i don't see any way that that can't turn into a sexual conversation like because when you talk about it like literally it's in the name bisexual if you mention a bisexual that's what you got to talk about sex Very true you Very have true. to i mean it's the same way how they got rid of uh Sit in India, Indian style. They say it's crisscross applesauce. They don't mm-hmm. say Indian style in school no more. That's illegal. Um, so if they're able to make those changes, I believe that they should be able to make adjust those changes too as well. And definitely, whatever the hell they're talking about, they're crazy as shit if they believe that you should be able to introduce it at that age, period. Yeah. So no, you can't, you can't teach none of that. I mean, because in the third grade, I wasn't being taught history or slavery. I didn't learn that shit until I was like fucking a freshman in high school. Same. So I feel like. And I think that age would probably be appropriate because at that point. At that point, you could kind of start introducing laws. You can understand. You know what's going on. Yeah. The real basic stuff like, hey, you know, this was legalized this year. You know, blah, blah, blah. You know, yes, I get that. But, you know, there's always those people that say, you know, we're giving the kids too little credit. But like I said, you talking about your household, your experiences, like because people love to say stuff like especially when they're talking about Dwayne Wade's daughter, son. They're like, well, you know, Zaya's not too young. I knew I was gay when I was five years old. Let me stop that. (laughs) Let me stop that. First off, if you can't buy if you can't buy a banana boat, you can't have that conversation. They have the time and financial freedom to even consider things like that. So your situation can be forced and you not even know it Mm -hmm. because most of the time, 90 to 95% of the time, most people end up gay because of sexual harassment, uh, child molesters, rapists. Like that's most, most of my gay friends tell me that 
Yeah, Period. That, so and and the stats say like that them. because like and it's a shame, you never it's know. True. You don't know. I mean, I'm not saying that it's not possible. What what I am saying is most people are not millionaires where they had the opportunity, the freedom of education that these other people have have or who are granted. These people who end up gay were in bad situations where their lifestyle was changed at an instant and he had no idea why it happened. Mm-hmm. So, but I mean, and that's that's a part of the demographic. But on the flip side, I also know plenty of people who never had those issues. Exactly, yes, raised yes, in working yes. class or middle class families, and that's not let's not forget to mention the people and they just like I've just always liked the same sex for yeah, as long as I can remember, and that's nothing wrong with that. But everyone experiences different. That's exactly, the point. exactly. So you definitely shouldn't be introducing something so. So early. you can't say, "Oh, I knew I was gay at five, Which uh, you know what? I'll just take your word for it. I don't know how much I believe Bro, it, but I didn't know I was straight at five. <laughs> I wasn't having sex. <laughs> Why, Period. You, I so I'm going to sp- get mad right now and speak up for myself. I had yeah. no idea what the hell. My mind was not there. Exactly. So how the hell you know you was gay at five? Someone touched you at five. You can't say that. Just because, look, it's men I'm attracted to today. But I don't get, I'm not gay. I'm gay for a lot of men. Like, I'm like, damn, yo, fa- yo, fam, yo, fam, yo, hey, <laughs> he rocked that shit right. You know what I'm saying? Okay, for example, like, okay. Right, that's just, you know, giving like. Yeah, compliments my man's Trey songs. My man's Trey songs, Lloyd. You know what I'm saying? People like that. You know, uh, Morris Chestnut. He, these guys are handsome men. So you got a type. But I ain't never been no. an over. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but the point is, though, at the end of the day, it's like it's certain men who I've I've looked to and I was attracted to, but not sexually. And I think there's a lot of people mix so that up between they do. Atta- uh, attraction. So, like I said, from start, yeah. I'm a straight heterosexual man, period. Have I had my curiosity at like around 12, 13? Yes, I did. I wanted to know. I definitely look. I definitely tried out some shit just to see if it worked. It did not fucking work. It just did. I even tried it years later just to make sure it just didn't work out, period. It, it's just not for me. But at yeah. the end of the day, at fucking five years old, even 10 years old, I had no idea what the fuck sex was. So how could you know you're gay? How could you know you're straight? You yeah. don't know none of this shit because that's not none your of that focus. Re- yeah, you, you don't, don't even know. You don't, what, how, you don't even know how time works yet. My daughter nigga still don't know how time works. Like she don't know how long something was ago. A lot of kids don't. If you ask them. When was the last time uh, you went somewhere? They'd be like, oh, a long time ago. It could have been a week ago. Mm-hmm. They're going to say, oh, so long ago. So it's like, how the hell you knew? You didn't know shit. You didn't know shit. I'm yeah. sorry. So so at the end of the day, <laughs> what's, what's your final answer? Never in school, certain age? I what? 100% believe that it should be taught in school. It definitely needs to be something that needs to be spoken about because a lot of people are confused about it. Not and I only, like your idea of an elective too. It shouldn't be a forced yeah, course. Not only will it help people understand that you can be different, mm-hmm. it will start people stop people from judging others right off the bat because yeah, it definitely has its pros like you know when you see that representation you know maybe it'll cut down on some bullying and it'll help people Big understand time. others because there better. was yeah because there was yeah. only a few people who were gay in my high school who got away with it and the rest of them they got beat up they had to hide it yeah. i had a friend for four years in it's high tough. school he had to wait till he graduated high school to come out yeah, I got family that still have conversations with people to this day that just say crazy stuff to them and they finally shed their feelings today. Like, you know what? I couldn't come out because of people like exactly. you saying the stuff that yes. you're saying even to this day. And I feel like it would be very helpful 
to know that you can be different. It's just like how they they, they, they I mean they're 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 doing the best of mm-hmm. saying you know you could be different. You know you shouldn't judge someone by the color of their skin, but the government keep making us right. Are you African American, Black, Mexican, <laughs> or Hispanic? Right. Latino, all this like you shit. really need to know. It should I mean, just say, are you American or are you not from the country, nigga? That's the only thing should be yeah, on there. But you know, they got all these boxes they need to fill, and people <laughs> getting funding, and they got to keep up with affirmative action. And, but I mean, you know, at the same oh, time, it's shit. necessary because if we take that away, next oh, thing you know, shit. it's gonna be Here a you big go. drop. There you go, a big drop in what? Black people getting jobs. Oh god, <laughs> affirmative action is here for a reason. Oh god. I don't know, man. I believe the you don't check, think so. I I believe the checkbox should be taken away because the fact that we're trying to separate races and when we're all just fucking humans. Come on, man. But that the world isn't black and white like that. We're but we're humans, though. We're humans. At the end of the day, why does it matter what race I am that you're hiring me? What should matter? It doesn't more? matter to the job. It matters because they have to report that information to the government, so the government can make sure you keep a certain amount Ex- of African Americans on your staff. Right. But and if women. you don't, but if you don't know who you're hiring, the interview is going to happen. So once you see the black person, you're going to know automatically. Like, okay, well, I don't have enough people who have this much melatonin in their skin here. I need to hire more. But most of the applications get denied because of the checkbox. True. That's not so bullshit. It sound like around. a lose lose. Yeah, it is. I mean, because if they but eventually, I mean, because if you think about it, okay, oh, you go ahead. Yeah, let me let me. I'm gonna just finish that. I'm gonna let you go. All right. All right. So basically, like a lot of times, okay. I will walk into a job interviews and you can see their face. They were not expecting the black man because of oh, my name. Especially when they see the resume. Okay. Definitely not. My resume is fucking crazy. Yeah, especially with a clean record. When the background check come back, they really be fucked. Man. They'd be like, damn. They and then once I start to speak to them, because hey y'all, I know I can't talk that well on the podcast because <laughs> I be drinking all the time when I'm talking to y'all. <laughs> but when I'm in an interview, I'm Mr. Professional. Period. Oh, yeah. All day. Work with that okay. prep time, everything. So a lot of times I get this question in an interview. I bet you a lot of y'all don't get. You sure you want to work here? <laughs> You're overqualified. You sure you want to work here? They asked me three times. And I hate when they say that. <laughs> like, I really do. Like, fam, I need a fucking job right now. It either be that or they give you a look like. <laughs> well, because they know I'm not going to. They, 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 in the back of the head, they already know either I'm going to take their job or I'm not going to be there long because I'm well too educated. The latter is definitely the one I see all the time. And it's like, well, do you really see yourself staying here and making a career here? That's why a lot of times they don't want to hire me because they know it's your your job is a transitional period for me. But see, but see, okay, and I guess I I brought that up just to credit the point of this in the in the captain. Then I'm gonna let you let you I'm gonna let you talk. I'm gonna let you finish. <laughs> I'm gonna let you finish. <laughs> but Beyonce had the best album of all time. <laughs> but basically, um, if. You allow the applicant to come in not knowing what their race is. Mm-hmm. Then that way, that person will have a chance to prove themselves for the actual interview versus just being hired off a quota. Because a lot of times, you're right. They do hire off a quota. Mm-hmm. And I feel that that's wrong because if you work for a company that needs to succeed based off of a certain stature of skills, period, mm-hmm. That person don't have the skills. You only hire them because they're beginner level because of the quotas that you need to meet. Now, the rest of the team is suffering because they're doing more work. But see, but then that'll perpetuate the idea that you can only find the skill set in a certain type of people. But you can't. 
I mean, it's niggas who got hired at banks, you know, just because they were black. They didn't know what the fuck they were doing. That fucking money's up, nigga. They was scamming. But they, <laughs> but it's white people, they Asian scam people. Too. They all do the same thing. True. Wall Street Very is a true. big scam. Very true. But the point I'm trying to make is My like, point, it's, you should. I don't. I don't. It's first of all, jobs get so many applicants coming in. Yeah. That you don't have to take somebody who doesn't know what they're doing because they're black. I'm sure, like, all, especially out here, big cities like Chicago, I don't know, maybe it might happen in a super small town, but cities like this, there's so many applications coming in, it's not like out of all the black applicants you got, you're not going to get somebody who's qualified. I True. just don't see okay, that happening. Okay, I, I get that point. So, but my whole thing is, if it comes to the point to where I can see it being a marginal difference. Like, I can see it, like, you know, you may look at somebody and be like, oh, African-American, the last couple of black people out here didn't do no job. So you right. seeing that automatically throwing the resume in the trash. And then you're right. That's a real thing. Like I looked up the numbers and they talk about resumes with black sounding names. Yeah. True. Tossed aside astronomically I didn't faster. Go, yeah, I definitely didn't want to go through it. But, <laughs> but go ahead. But even if we skip that portion, let's say the resume didn't have that on the box. I don't think a lot of these people that were going to throw your resume away just because it had a black name or you checked that black box. I don't think the people who are going to throw it away because of that, if you take that off, that they're even going to give you a chance in the interview. Like then once you walk in the interview, they can be like, oh, he's black. I'm going to pay half attention. And then I'm going to basically now throw his application aside or her application now that I know they're black. You, you got but a point. I will say that I, I can't see a marginal difference because there probably are just some people who aren't necessarily quote unquote racist, but they just, you know, have some preconceived notions. Yes, yes. And then you do get that chance to come in and really show what you got. Very true. Show your intelligence. And then that's, you know, that's different than just reading somebody on paper. They get to see me, the person. So you bring up a good point, though. So I can see which, it going a little bit both. I ways. can't argue with you on that at all. None. I have no argument. I have no rebuttal. We agree My too much. The only problem with that is, is you can't get rid of racism if you're constantly classifying people. That's true. You can't always put people into boxes. That's true. I'm because not going to lie. When I fill out the box, I don't put black. I always put mixed. I'm multiple race, <laughs> which is true. Other prefer not to answer. <laughs> right. But I do identify as black, but I do always check that two or more races box. <laughs> That is one of the few instances <laughs> where I always check that two or more races. All right. So I guess uh, we got two topics left. I don't know if I really want to hit either of them. but <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's just roll the dice and hit oh, one of them. Shit, man. Uh, oh, so I look, say that that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put one in one hand and <laughs> jokes, then jokes. one in the other hand. A lot of y'all can't see it, but... Um, Basically, I'm gonna put two well, you fingers go back up and listen to this podcast. You're gonna laugh. <laughs> I promise you. Look, I know y'all can't see what I'm doing, but look, <laughs> I got two fingers on one hand and one finger on the other hand. I'm make AKA Jay Irvin, Juju the God, the man himself, none other. <laughs> Joel Santana. Pick one, but I have assigned our last two topics to a hand. Oh, okay. And he has to pick one or two. And whichever one he does, we're going to do a quick fire on, and then the other one we're going to talk about. Well, I'm going left hand off top. My left, not your left. God damn it. So you're right. So we're talking about, wait. See, you just fucked me up. <laughs> so your right hand, all right, which is my left. All right, bet, bet, all right, good. That's what I thought you said. <laughs> <laughs> so this one, we're going to flip a coin. All right, so basically we hopping into the topic I did not want to talk about, which is <laughs> what we started talking about. <laughs> 
is social media relationships. Man, we've been avoiding this one for a while. Bro, we only got so much time left. So let's not spend all day <laughs> on this. Because this is a touchy one. Uh, I don't even know how to feel. Do you, okay, so do you feel like, let's let's start here. Let's get our stance out. You ask way. questions first, and then that way maybe I'll be less stressed. Yeah, because I'm like so. having a hard time. Like I'm ready to just go. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> word vomit, man. But do you feel like social media hinders a relationship, helps uh, a relationship? You ask the hardest question the first. Hardest one, <laughs> or do you feel like it plays no role? It's got to be one of those three. Is it neutral, hurtful, or helpful? Okay. First off, let me put myself out of the box and give an answer. Then I'm going to give you my answer, how okay. I feel, my opinion. So, Because right, your opinion has been skewed. So yes. give an unskewed so, opinion first. Basically, it depends on where you are in life. Are you gaining from it or are you not? That's the only answer I can give for a person who hasn't been scoring like me <laughs> over <laughs> social media <laughs> that are you gaining from it if you're not gaining from it i would say excuse me i would say no you should treat social media how i treat social media to this day i don't talk about politics on social media damn that's all i do i don't don't talk about people's relationship i don't talk about family yeah that's a big no-no both of those two um i don't respond on anyone's comments of anything that they said that was opinionated that i know is not factual oh that's one of my biggest (laughs) it draws me in i am strictly based off the old school what social media was for based off keeping in touch with the ones who you love Mm -hmm. well see that's you from a different era though you was from time when social media came around it was still chat room so it's like you know we use the chat rooms bro, for one You day. don't know how dirty them <laughs> chat rooms was. Boy, Black Planet, Black Planet used to. Bro, AOL, though, the chat, the group chats, bro, you don't know First of about all, that. No, I remember that. I had dial up. Bro, I had the AOL them, group them chat. Them rooms was nasty. <laughs> it was all men. I was they definitely they was, in there pretending look, to be older look, than I was. Look, they thought they was talking to women. They was talking to a man. <laughs> <laughs> it was all big all right talking nasty Runchy. but no seriously seriously so my opinion this is my stance mm-hmm. it hinders the relationship mm-hmm. because it does not teach you how to communicate properly between each other no matter if you're intimate or not and I feel like it takes attention away from each other. Well, that's just cell phones uh, in general. Bobby. Yeah, obviously. Yes, 100%. But majorly social media. I believe that once you become committed to someone, the less social media uh, should be involved in your relationship, period. Like, everything should at some point somewhat become combined of certain, certain accounts. Certain accounts, mm-hmm. yeah, you got to have your own. But some some stuff at some point, you shouldn't really be spending your time because you shouldn't have time for social media mm-hmm. once you commit it to someone else. This is my opinion, though. Like I said earlier, for the average person, they may gain. You know, a lot of people do uh, your know, business, real estate. Um, they make deals. You know, they meet their clients there and they keep it strictly business. There is no yeah. in between. The DMs don't talk about let me slide in your DMs. It's not them type of DMs. It's mm-hmm. literally business. So I get that part. 
at a hundred percent. And that's why a lot of people had to make those pages separate nowadays. Yeah, exactly. But as far as like just still like, you know, having like, you know, if you don't have a strong relationship, like Instagram could be a problem for the relationship because yeah. it's based off pictures, and most people want to be. You know, oh look at me! I'm living my best life. Yep, and Insta thoughts, and yeah, man, next thing you know, Fista. all it takes you is know you know what a is, right? Yeah, yeah. Look at my Fista. <laughs> my and only, all it takes is you fans. to like one, one picture, photo. one picture more than once. It's over, nigga. Not even more than once. All you gotta do is like it once. And sometime so, in the past twenty five years, not liked one of your significant others' photos, which is so crazy <laughs> because you can be in public and be like, oh, she looks nice, and your girl don't get mad. Which is crazy. Oh, no, that ain't my girl. Well, I've been <laughs> in different situations where... True. Like I said, you know, my my problem it, was... It depends on the comment, but no, you're yeah, right. Like, yeah. you say, oh. My social media... But see, people know... I don't want to say everyone knows, but most people know. All right. I'm not a, I'm not a big butt man. I'm not a big titties man. I'm a proportionate man, period. Mm. Because I've always... Not now. Okay. So not now. Because I've always now been Now you're about to make me devolve into a whole <laughs> other situation. That's why I didn't want to talk about quick, this shit, man. Quick sidebar. <laughs> Look, here you go. Because I have to know. Oh, shit. The people want to know. Let me stop you right there. <laughs> you said this. Is going to <laughs> this is about to get so bad. So much hype. No, this real, real, real quick sidebar. If right. you had to choose butt or breast, that's an easy one for me. I'm a butt man. I'm, pay- I'm taking butt all day. The sanctity of butt cheeks. Now, when you say butt or breasts, mm-hmm. you mean like not, no S at all? <laughs> or I'm just saying, if you had the best, you had the pinnacle of each, which one you take? The best butt you ever seen or the best bosom you ever seen? Which one you take? And I had to pick. You had to pick. Life, the world, the world will end if I don't pick one. Yep. Life as we know it. It's not fair. <laughs> it's that hard for you. Yes, because I like. You them. really like the proportion. I, I, I like the proportion, but if I had to choose, like I said, I'm really not a butt man. So I guess I picked the, the breast just because I had to choose one, and I wouldn't pick. But the it's butt. not really a weighted decision because no. it's like I I don't yeah. pick the butt for a lot of reasons because. But yeah, I'm like that's that's not no nah, I ain't worried about that. <laughs> not worried about that. <laughs> My biggest thing is like all right. If your girl ain't into fitness, eh, that could be problematic in the end. You know what I'm saying? If she got that, that stripper booty or whatever, them big the ass butts. But know? that could go bad either way. You got yeah. a long buns and a long but breast. But breasts can be fixed with bras, nigga. Support bras. You're going to get a support bra. They got butt support joints now. I don't want it. <laughs> I need it to be real. Yeah. I need them I mean, thighs I, to be strong. It'll be all right when you're out and about, but once you... I, it's one thing no. to take a bra off, but if you no. take your butt bra off and you got to watch them joints fall, okay, we're getting too far off time. But cause see, if the th- <laughs> look, cause the thighs, thought of a cause butt see, bra. I like nice thighs. If your legs oh, yeah. is nice and thick, I can give a shit about your butt being big. I don't give. Well, a I fuck. wouldn't go that far. Well, bro. I would go that far because, like I said, that's <laughs> there you. That's my my choice. I just I do don't like thighs and legs. I've but never, I just ain't going cast the butt aside I, I have multiple times man i it just as long as it's proportionate and most of the time <laughs> it is when they have nice legs i don't need that big ass booty video ass vixen ass bitch. i was about no. to say something but i had to catch myself no i don't i don't need i don't need all that trouble in my life but basically, i was gonna say that because you, you like a certain persuasion <laughs> look here you go i'm extremely diverse 
But you actually, are, you I are. dated I'm more black stuff. girls than anything. And you know what's crazy is white girls don't even believe I dated black girls. That's the crazy part. And <laughs> hey, you went out the spectrum. Bro, you know how many black girls I ran to? Like, you look like you don't even talk to black girls. Bitch, I grew up in Cook County housing in Chicago, <laughs> Illinois. What the fuck Heights. you mean? You know, the first girls I see is black. Ain't nothing else. Fam, I ain't started fucking other bitches until I went to college. Period. And then, even then, the first girl I tried to talk to was black. And she was like, you look like you talk to white girls. What? <laughs> you know where I'm from, nigga? <laughs> Do you know where I'm from? That's the part that messed my whole head up. I'm like, oh my like, God. What is this? Like, mm-hmm. damn, that's crazy. But yeah. But right. basically, Before I forget what we was talking about. Uh, yeah, I'm going back to it right now. But basically, yes. At the end of the day, if it's not for profit gain or something business-wise, I, and you guys don't have a set parameter, I believe social media can hinder the relationship. Yeah, I think it definitely has to have those set parameters because... For one, unless, like you said, unless it's something that you're doing for business, which for one, unless you got a partnership together, your social media is exclusive from your relationship anyway, if you're just doing it for business. So as far as a relationship is concerned, like your relationship with your family, like keeping in touch with them, it's helpful. But as far as your romantic relationship I don't see any pluses to social There's media. There's none. There one. isn't. It's all it's all a hindrance. It's, it, it just hurts the relationship because people are asking about you that shouldn't have access to you. Because yep. once you sign up to most social media sites, whenever you become a friend, it's automatically voice call, video call. Yep. You got direct messages that delete instantly. Yeah. Like a fam. Snapchat, so anybody yeah. can just. It's like you just a gave, lot of times even show your location. Yes, until you just you gave your whole life away once you became friends with them, and they have full access to you, a hundred percent. And because you have, see, that's the part that a lot of people forget about. Yes, most people are secure in relationships. I'm not going to sit here and say that people cheat all the time because yeah, that's always everybody's just insecure. That's always the narrative. It's not true. People don't cheat like that. It don't happen instant. This is Black something that happens cheat. over time. Yeah, like I'm not even gonna say that. most men don't fucking cheat. This is something that happens over time. The men who cheat is because they fucking single and they're not happy with themselves in life. Yeah. So you got to be careful. What about for them Jada Pinkett? I'm not going in with that <laughs> taking them bullshit. You ain't gonna cut me off <laughs> with that not, bullshit. Not, get not today. <laughs> You're not gonna get me today. I rebuke you in the name of the t- <laughs> look. Look, the devil is a liar. <laughs> the devil is a liar. No, not but seriously, but seriously, man, like. You done fuck my whole train of thought. I'm about to whoop your ass. <laughs> Just had to throw it in look, there and fuck you up. All I'm saying is, look, people forget about this most vital, important part is sometimes relationships go through rough spots. Yeah, most of And when there's someone who's been waiting for the chance for you to fuck up, they got that moment that they never should have had. They should have never had access right, to your never relationship. Never would even have had your number. Period. Now they got the instant DM. Don't even need your number. And you don't think nothing about it because you're like, oh, well, we talk all the time, so there's no way mm-hmm. he could be. And next thing you know, you're riding a dick. Like, Damn. it just it happened First just like all, that. First of all, that escalated quickly. <laughs> <laughs> that escalated very quickly. I'm just saying, though. I'm just saying, though, because a lot of times that's how it happens. It's yeah. like you don't think about it, but this person has always been in your corner every day. Yeah, always It'd talking be to little you. stuff, posting on your wall, yeah. liking something until exactly. they found that opportunity. And then the moment you hurt and you say something because it's natural, 
because you don't think nothing of it. You post it or you look sad in your picture on Instagram. Anything. And someone fucking sends you a message saying what's wrong and you just start pouring yep. out information that you, you needed should a not. Yeah. yeah. To a fucking stranger who just wanted a piece of your relationship, your happiness that you built over time and now is destroyed in an instant. Yep. That's one of the biggest things about social media where I think you could at least find a middle ground on to how to use it, like we say, with those parameters. But the biggest thing, you cannot discuss your personal business. At all. That's one thing that we agreed when we got together with using our social medias. We're not posting anything personal. So that way, that's how you end up, even if you, you know, because even if it's not even nothing like sexual stuff or nothing, first of all, posting personal business about money. People don't uh, always want to see you doing good or they might run up in people, your stuff. I don't understand that. Why do people do that? You don't have don't a YouTube no channel? Like you just on Facebook, just giving it up. Every I know niggas who post a picture of their house every day. What post they their doing. crib, post their oh money, post their drugs, like mm. everything. And that's just as far as all that stuff. But even in talking about like things in our relationship, like I want to discuss like, man, like she pissed me off this day. Like, what would you would have done if you was in this situation? Like you can't no, do stuff no, like that. Not you at just all. can't. Because no. you open yourself up to yep. failure. Exactly. That's what we said. We are never going to do that. And even in a smaller sense, like people got their family and friends on there. Like that's how so many people end up in these situations where they dogged their significant other out. Now nobody else likes them. But your ball had ass took him back. Now what you supposed to do? Now you sitting there looking dumb. Looking dumb because you can't bring this nigga nowhere. You can't bring nah, your girl you nowhere because don't nobody yeah, fool you with him. You talked about him so bad. Your homies and your mom and them like, nah, they can't and come over here. And forget that because some, somebody yeah. can love you so much as a person and they say, oh, no, nah, they didn't hurt. No, nah, you ain't going to hurt my friend. No, you're not going to hurt my brother. And all of a sudden... You know, saying you see them back with them, you gonna look at them like I don't know why they with your stinking ass. Right, you talking about my baby daddy don't take care of the kids but and see, he people, stole my TV and people don't understand it. that. They don't understand. And that. then when you get engaged, you wonder why <laughs> your mama ain't giving you her blessing, bro. <laughs> like, bro. like fam, you I, gotta understand that. I really believe it's time for us to move along. Yeah, because <laughs> we about to, to get a little personal. We about to really go crazy. <laughs> we really are. <laughs> But that kind of does uh, bring me to a crazy transition. I'm not going to go really depth into it, but I was talking to somebody not too long ago. And we talked about this before about moving out. But basically, like, you know, people look at, like, you know, men who are a certain age or, you know, have their own kid or. You now, know, know we're going to have to go deep on no, this. No, we're not going deep at all because we got to get out of here. The only thing I'm going to talk about <laughs> is right. the only thing that concerns me because I don't give a fuck. Like, well, fam, first of all, this is a topic we revisit in any Yeah, so. exactly. Like, fam, we've been here before. <sighs> my only problem about moving out is masturbation. I can't masturbate when I want to. <laughs> so you're really not trying to go deep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying though, like, okay, if I've been dry for this long, I ain't really been with no women. I've been super dry. I'm trying to get shit together. I'm way ahead of than a lot of motherfuckers who own their own right now. Period. Like them niggas is nowhere near where I am at. Like, I'm not at home just being some bum playing video games and not working a job. Right. I just figured. And then I'm bouncing. I'm also bouncing back from a bad situation. Not to get too personal, but basically I was in a bad situation where I was at. I relocated back home to get back on my feet. Right. Most people don't even have that opportunity to get their life back together. It's a beautiful thing. So I'm not going to rush something to be back at the same place that I was at in that other situation. But only, only, only kind I can really think of is 
fam, fuck, I'm going to move out for to get a bunch of debt just to jack off. I don't need to pay $800 to jack off. Nigga, just wait till they leave. <laughs> like, fam, <laughs> might have to double check and make sure they ain't pulled back up. do like that Black up. Mirror episode, Bro, put look, chair in front go, of the hell door. Nah. <laughs> here you go. Nah. But nah, I mean, buddy. just on a deeper level, you're right. Like, a lot of people think... It's like, especially women, when we're talking about wanting to date men or like how other people in your family may view you, whatever, like people will like down you and be like, wow, you're grown at home. Like, y'all like make you try to make you feel worthless. Like you're worth nothing yeah. because you're back home. Fuck. fuck them. And that doesn't make sense because you think about there's multiple types of people. There are people who need, and first of all, still don't even need to be down, but need a pep talk and be like, gee. You're at home. You're not working. You're not doing anything with your life. Like you need to figure it out. That's yeah. one thing. But then there's people who have a plan, which I think is, is definitely it's hard for me to speak. Because I, of course, clearly, I've never been a part of any other culture. But like my Arabic side and what I've seen from my white friends, that does not exist. You can stay home as long as you need to. As a matter of fact, they want you to be home. Exactly. And you move out when you're ready. Like for like a lot of things I've seen with white people. They, you can stay all throughout college. Mm-hmm. You don't have to work through college. Yeah. They paying your tuition. Yep. Then when you finally get your feet straight, not even, let you get to do your little internship because yep. you ain't worried about bills. Like black people don't got time to do internships. No. Like it, first of all, if you going back home, you got to pay half the bills anyway. Uh-huh. So <laughs> that's a whole nother conversation. But basically. A lot of other cultures allow you to take that time to get into your mid twenties or almost up into your thirties, so you don't have to go pay somebody yeah. else's mortgage. And you, mo- you can move straight and into that's a so house. Cra- I think that's you so get crazy. to pay off your car you get, first. You get shamed by so many members of the family that in black culture for staying home. Like yeah. you need your own place for fucking what? Not when I'm ready, I can buy my Why? own house, get my finances Fam, right. My life is my car's paid off. Crazy. Like, yeah. I can make investments and then buy my Okay, home. look at this pandemic. Say I didn't have an essential job and I got that apartment. Say You've I didn't have it. I'd be fucked. Have to move somewhere that somebody would accept me and they'd be like, "Well, you can't stay here for free." Yeah. And then at that point, you got to let your rent get behind like a lot of people who are behind three, four months rent right now. That's crazy. Because evictions are frozen. And then next thing you know, now, before you even get to 30, you can't rent another apartment because you got bad rental history now. But, man, honestly, man, like I said, I think we we beat the dead horse or whatever. Oh, yeah, definitely. Only advantage I see of moving out is paying for freedom of masturbation when I want. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> That's all I see. Because, I mean, around apartments, you can't even make as much noise bro, as you want. It's not bro. like, oh, I'm out the house and I can blast my yeah, music. No, no, you got neighbors. No. That's the only <laughs> advantage I see of that. So, with that being said, <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys for making it through this crazy one with us. I know we had a lot of crazy topics here. And for all of you that just stayed to hear that <laughs> gay history topic, I know we kept you on the edge of your seat. Yeah, we, we, so we appreciate you. Definitely, for sure, 100%. <laughs> we appreciate y'all. Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts for listening in. Uh, you know, like, subscribe, uh, subscribe, comment on YouTube. We don't, we're very limited because we're audio first podcast. Mm-hmm. Definitely check us out on all social media sites. And please share with anybody you think that might want to listen to us and sure. might like the topics that we talk about. Yes. Because we always want to reach new audiences and always, you know, just find somebody that want to check out the vibe. I oh, know yeah. somebody you could, would love to share with, whether if you're thinking about when we talk about mental health or whatever, that person you thought about, like, man, they would love this conversation. Share with them. For sure. B-O-Y-S 
T-O-B-R-U-H. Boys to bruh. I'm hungry, man. For real? <laughs> yeah. Blows to blow, 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 blows to blow.